yeah, last time, John, you teased, I believe you did, uh, that you'd been to an Amazon Go store. Yeah, boy, this seems like forever ago, but it, it was probably only about three weeks ago. It was, um, I, I went downtown Chicago for the day, and I was coming back from lunch right near where I used to work, and I stumbled upon an Amazon Go shop. And there, there's not a lot to say about it other than it is what it's advertised to be. You know, these are the, the shops that you go in and you can literally just walk in, take things off the shelf and walk out and it magically charges your Amazon account. And the way it worked was you have, there's an Amazon Go app. It's separate from the Amazon app, which I think is kind of dumb really because... I mean, most people are familiar with the Amazon app and probably aren't as familiar with separate apps, although obviously I know Amazon has things like the Prime app and other things. But but you did have to download another app, and, and it was quick enough to do. And it gives you a little barcode. Uh, I think it's a QR code. And you just scan it, which lets you in basically into the turnstiles like you were going on the on public transportation. And then inside, it's really just pretty much just like any kind of convenience store like a Tesco or a 7-Eleven or something like that, except that it, there's no cash register. There's no person stand, you know, sit, standing behind a counter checking people out. It's just rows and rows of you know, fast food, pre-made meals, drinks, some fruit, you know, that kind of thing, like a very small grocery store. And so you pick up what you want, and I picked up, I think I picked up something to drink, and, of course, an Amazon Go mug, which I can take a picture of and we put in the show notes <laughs> because I had to prove that I was, in fact, there. And then I just walked out, and I think I was there even with just kind of wandering around to see the kind of things that they had for sale. I think I was there for only a couple of minutes. What was kind of funny, though, is because, you know, it's a pretty new concept, and it's been around on the West Coast in the U.S. for a while, but... Uh, it's very new to other parts of the country. And so I think they had something like six people working there whose sole jobs really was to to explain to people how to download the app and then to tell them, yes, it's really okay if you just pick this up and walk away. <laughs> so, I, oh. so, you know, at least in the <laughs> short term, I don't really think they're saving a lot of money because uh, instead of having just like one, maybe two people manning this relatively small shop that was in the lobby of an office building they had like six people it obviously had just opened up probably that week i think i don't know i was there on like a wednesday or a thursday something like that and my guess is that it had just opened up that week and and people were you know people were confused and nervous about walking out with stuff and uh but it was super easy if you just trusted the system and i you know i bought my stuff i picked up my things and left and that that was about all there is to say about it yeah i think like what you said about that you know the amount of staff there and stuff i think for amazon like this obviously isn't like oh we're gonna make all our money from this like right they have this thing called the treasure truck are you aware oh, yes, of this I've i don't seen... know if this is any in the uk or no, no i've seen it. it it's uh i've seen that downtown in chicago too because and maybe i might have seen one out in the suburbs too they drive around and what, they announce like daily deals or something, then you have to, you drive to the treasure truck and then you can get your super good deals, right? Yeah, so they, they've done it a few times in Portsmouth. I ended up shutting it off because where they park or where they have the truck in Portsmouth really isn't, it's not convenient for me to go right. there, um, you know, during the day. Um, and, you know, there's been a couple of times like in the summer when it was, you know, when we were having our heat wave over here, they had like a, 
you know, a barbecue pack of meat that had, you know, burgers and sausages and chicken wings and stuff like that. And I kind of look at it and I look at Amazon Go and I think, I'm not really sure where you're going with this because <laughs> yeah, I, I can't see Amazon suddenly, you know, I, I, I don't feel like Amazon are going to suddenly just, oh, we're just going to focus on shops, you know, like grocery stores. I mean, they bought, I know they bought Whole Foods and I guess I can see them sort of transferring some of that tech to there. Yeah, um, I've been I've been to the whole- But they seem to just sort of spend a lot of money on all these sort of little experiments and weird things that make them, you know, people, you know, like me, like you, we go, oh, the treasure truck, that's an interesting concept. Yes, and I I've seen the treasure truck before and I don't really get that too much either, although I see people get excited about it on Twitter. I guess they must have good deals. But it it's funny because it's like, all right, we've we've now put out all put all these shops out of business, so now we're going to we're going to fill the gap and and put up our own shops, which is which is kind of an interesting strategy, I suppose. Um it's I've been to the Whole Foods since Amazon bought them. I've been to one here locally and I don't know, it's really no different. They have special special blue labels, I think on things that you get a special deal on if you're a prime member and i found it kind of hard walking around to tell what was a prime you know what the prime deals were and then when i checked out i was like oh i'm gonna check out with my prime membership so i you know you have there again i think it's another special app that's just for whole foods it's in the whole foods app now. of course it right is. so you and you scan your and i was checking out and i did my thing i scanned the qr code which was kind of awkwardly placed not you know you would think maybe it would be like by the um, the contact contactless pay thing but it wasn't that it was kind of under this little sh- it was clearly something that they had installed wherever they could find a little space because it was this weird awkward thing where you had to kind of shove it under this little shelf where people would usually you know uh, pay their money and it was it was very hard hard to scan the uh, the QR code and when I was done <laughs> scanning the QR code I couldn't you know they didn't give me they said do you want a receipt I was like nah I don't want a receipt so I had no idea if I saved any money or not it didn't say in the app so <laughs> I don't know I really don't know excellent so it's just just sort of apps for days it's just you're gonna in 10 years we're just gonna have an app for absolutely every single shop that we're ever i guess amazon's ending up like google with just a million million different apps i guess yeah it's pretty weird but you know it i'm kind of a bit jealous that you got to go in one (laughs) um i i feel like with the amazon go like it's kind of split there's the people i think like me and you are a bit like well this is great i don't have to talk to anybody i can (laughs) just leave um, and then there's the other half of people who are like, oh, no, I like the interactions with people. Oh. And, you know, I like I, that's not I don't go in a shop for that. <laughs> no, I'm not interested. No, I mean, you know, if I still work downtown, <laughs> it, it is actually really convenient just because it's so quick to just walk in, pick something up and leave. If you want a, a quick lunch or I don't know, a drink or whatever it is. I mean, it, it's a lot faster than waiting in a in a line of people to, to check out. Yeah, well, I, I don't think we're going to be getting one anytime soon. Uh, we we did find out today we're getting a Taco Bell import. Oh, from. how about that? Uh, we <laughs> can make a run for the border. Which I am excited about. Live Live Moss, Rob. Live Moss. <laughs> oh, so uh, yeah, that that's opening up. Maybe like fifteen minute walk from my house. Oh, nice, nice. So you know, two two minute drive or something. So uh, so yeah, I'll sure do. I'll pop down there once that's open. Cool. So Red Dead uh, Red, Red Dead Redemption Two is coming out very very soon. 
Uh, yeah, it comes out on the 26th, I think. I think it's like yeah. next Thursday okay. or Friday. Well, I couldn't remember what day. I'm going to be away then, so I guess I'll get it when I get back. But yeah, that uh, this game looks amazing. Did, I saw some article about how many hours of voice acting are in it and all these other statistics, and it was just bananas. It's like a 2,000-page script, you know, hundreds of hours of voice acting. I, I have to find the article. I can... Uh, we can put a link in the show notes, but it it uh, it's a really pretty pretty sprawling game. Yeah, I, I think one of the things I saw was like most of the like random sort of you know the NPCs that you're going to go past have got like seventy or eighty page scripts that they had to go through, um, you know, just for NPCs. Like it's not even people that you're that are part of the story and stuff wow. like that. I mean, it's it seems like they've put like an incredible amount of effort in and. I think it was today or yesterday there was a leak of the the cover I think from a Japanese um online store and it comes on two discs so we've now reached the point in the the PS4 life cycle and I guess the you know the the Xbox one as well where they've kind of hit the peak and we've now got to do two discs for all the games which you know that happened for 360 it happened a little bit on the PS2 as right. well um so yeah I guess we've hit that point now where you know, they've they've done everything they can, but we're just going to get two discs. Well, I just found the statistics, and the thing I saw says 2,000 pages of script, um, 300,000 animations, and 500,000 lines of dialogue, and 700 voice actors. Wow, that's, yeah, that's huge. Yeah, it's pretty massive. That's, that's yeah, that's massive. So, um little bit of an interesting thing. I've actually cancelled my pre-order. Oh, really? How come? <laughs> so I'd ordered the... I don't know what they call it. The, the the most expensive one. Like the Ultimate Collector's Extreme Edition. You know, whatever it's called. Sure. Um, you know, it came with a bunch of... It comes with a steelbook and a bunch of, of you know, bonus content, I get, guess, that you get with this this edition. Um, and it was like £40 more than the, the standard edition. And I just thought, do you know what? No, I don't want to... I don't want to encourage this this sort of oh you've got to pre-order the most expensive one just to get like this little bits of content that really you know should kind of just be in the game. Um, so yeah, right now I've just kind of cancelled it because the Spider-Man DLC comes out on I guess a week from today, so I'm going to be playing that anyway. Um, right. Once I've got through that, I will go and pick up a copy of Red Dead. But I really just didn't sort of feel good about encouraging this sort of pre-order nonsense that happens with a lot of games now yeah i I learned my lesson i made the mistake of ordering the disc for spider-man and then being so impatient that i downloaded the deluxe version after that and so now i have the disc sitting here and i guess i either missed the window to return it or or amazon won't let me return it so um, i'm i'm gonna have to find it at home at some point but uh i have not pre-ordered red dead yet i mean i just figure there are so many games coming out right now that i feel like i don't i haven't even had enough time to really fully appreciate spider-man yet and and i so i'm a little torn do i like just stop playing spider-man and go straight to red dead for a little while do i wait i don't know we'll have to see i mean i i think probably i've got a couple of trips coming up in the next few weeks so my guess is I'm really just going to not spend a lot of time playing games until we get a little closer to our Thanksgiving here, you know, kind of mid to late, uh, mid to late November, I, I think. 
Yeah, and, and the other thing I was thinking, I'm like, okay, so I'll play Spider-Man DLC, you know, that might be... I don't know how much content is in it, but I guess it's going to be like a week or so, because I, you know, generally only play at the weekends or something. Um, and then we're only a few weeks away from Pokemon Let's Go, um, which I also have pre-ordered with the uh, Pokeball controller. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, that's coming. I think that's like the middle of November, so yeah. I'm like, I really don't know when I'm going to find time to play Red Dead, but I, I'm sure I'll be able to squeeze it in somewhere. Yeah, there's, um, yeah, it's just, it's just a lot going on. I'm glad I'm not really a Pokemon person. Um I, it's just not, it wasn't one of the things that was big when I was playing games. And so I've never really gotten into it, but this new game does look like it's a big deal. I mean, people are, look, are very excited about it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm excited about it because, you know, it's, it's a sort of half remake of Pokemon Red and Blue, which is actually the only other Pokemon games I've played. So, you know, it was quite exciting for me. Um, And, you know, some people are annoyed because there's like another newer Pokemon game excuse me people are excited because there's another you know newer Pokemon game coming next year which is sort of more of the um, you know the traditional gameplay whereas this kind of takes some stuff from Pokemon Go but to be honest I don't care I'm just excited to play it Um, and yeah so I really don't know when I'm going to find time for Red Dead yeah there's some gameplay footage that came out on, on Pokemon Let's Go I saw I don't know if you've seen it yeah, I've seen a few different videos. That they don't seem to be actually revealing a lot in all of these different videos. It seems just like an edit of all the <laughs> of all the older trailers. Um, you know, there's little snippets that I see. Um, I've pre-ordered it anyway. I'm not going to cancel my pre-order because I actually got a really good price on Amazon. Oh, okay. Um, a few months back, I think I got like fifteen or twenty pound off of it. Um, so I'm not going to cancel it. So. <laughs> So whether I watch videos or not is irrelevant. It's still going to turn out. Did you ever play that game Reigns, which is kind of like a card swiping game on iOS? I, it it may have gotten to Android too. I and I think it's even on like the Mac. But you, it's a little bit like a oh I don't know what it is, what you'd call it. You 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 and people you're the king or the queen. There's two different versions, and you people come to you and you have to make decisions, and then you're levels on a bunch of different categories go up and down and you know the longer you can stay in power the the better that sort of thing have you ever played that no Uh, i haven't it sounds interesting but no i don't think i've i've ever heard it's a pretty good mobile game and well it's out now it was supposed to come out tomorrow i'm a little annoyed because i got an advanced copy and it's gonna and i'm gonna review it and i'm not finished and then they started hitting the store today but uh, there's sure. a there's a Game of Thrones version that just came out today. Oh, and okay. it's not supposed to be reviewed That's... by anybody until tomorrow, which is a little weird uh, when that kind of thing happens. But uh, but but yeah, that happens with propagation on the store, I guess. But yeah, it's uh, it's out today, and that it, it's it's fun. I mean, it's not a lot. If if someone if you played the earlier games, the first one was probably the most rudimentary because it was brand brand new conceptually. The second one was a lot deeper and took the best parts of the first one and kind of expanded it. And this one with Game of Thrones is a lot like the second one. Uh, it's not, it, you know, it's, it's obviously a different story. It's got the Game of Thrones characters in it, but the gameplay and the way it works is not appreciably different than the second one, really. Hmm. But it's worth checking nice. out. Well, I will. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess, presumably, if you're listening to this, the review might be out, depending on when I get around to editing it. But, yeah. You know, it should be out, as you say, tomorrow, so... 
So did you see uh, Stardew Valley is coming to iOS? I did. This might be the the, the time I actually play. Uh, I know. I I have it, and I've dipped into it a little bit on the Switch, but it's not been it's not been something that I've played a lot. I guess the iOS version does not have the multiplayer aspects of it. Uh, uh, no, I don't think it does. Right. So you won't be playing online with your friends, but it I, it was it was kind of a big surprise, and it's a big deal because that's a very successful game. Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I think Mike said this maybe on. I can't remember what it was. M- Mike said it on maybe Connected or something mm-hmm. this week, but he's surprised that it's coming now because, you know, it's been so long not on iOS. Like, you'd kind of. It, it seems like the perfect game to port to iOS. I just guess it's just taken them a yeah. while to actually um, get it done. I mean, I might play it, but again, it's one of those games where I'm like, if I start playing this, I'm just going to lose all of my time. I know. Um, I know. It's... I, I've watched Mike and Tiff um, stream it for their podcast, playing for fun on, on Twitch. Like I've watched them play it for a little yeah. bit, which is probably enough for me because I'm just like, I can see how much time I were going to lose if I actually start this yeah, game. Yeah, I think people who really get into it, it, it's very addictive and it's the kind of game that you you can just like, it becomes every spare moment of your day. Yeah, I, I definitely don't need that in my life. <laughs> I had that before. It was called Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, I've been looking at my screen time, and I definitely have a, a Twitter habit. There's no doubt about that. I was, I've was i actually been pretty happy with my screen time numbers. Uh, you know, when I look at them, they're not that bad, but uh, Twitter is definitely one of the one of the top ones still. Yeah, that's a, that's a fun moment on a Sunday morning when uh, me and Jess get the notification at the same time. And I'm like, how long have you spent every day on your phone? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know, I know. So, um, you know, I'm staying nice and toasty warm despite the cold weather here in Chicago, Rob, because I have devised a new system of creating a space heater. I, I don't, you know, I didn't buy like a real space heater like a normal person would. Instead, I'm transcoding video on a Mac Mini from 2014. And I'll tell you, if you put Blu-rays into a Blu-ray player and, and rip those Blu-rays and then transcode them with, uh, with Handbrake, it, it takes a long time. <laughs> And that poor little, oh my God. And that poor little mini gets a little warm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, God, I can barely. Get, I think I've got the same mini Mac Mini as you, and you know, if it if it gets turned off, or I have to like reboot it to reboot Plex and stuff. Yeah. I mean, that is hard work just navigating the just the system, let alone trying to transcode Blu-rays. I know, I know. It's I I just thought I want to see if this can do it and see how long it will take to do, and it takes a really long time. I think. I think the a Blu-ray took like four or five hours. Yeah, that sounds about yeah, right. It was it was a long <laughs> it was it was a long process. But you know, I mean, it's just sitting there in the corner, not doing anything. So why not put it to work? Yeah, I mean, have you got a lot of Blu-rays that you're no that you're <laughs> no ripping and stuff, or just a, just a few that you've yeah, got? Yeah, yeah. Mm. So I, you know, we'll we'll see. I mean, it's it's just an experiment. It's it's part of a greater experiment of doing new things with my Macs and doing more automation. I've, I've really started to, I guess it's kind of a inevitable working at Mac stories that at some point I would get the automation bug. Um, yeah, of course. But, but <laughs> I've been doing it both on, uh, on the Mac and iOS. And with the Mac, I really like these new quick actions that are basically like little, 
You, know, you build them in Automator, and you and they show up in the Finder, and you can do just little actions on um, on files, which you know they're. Automation is actually much easier and nicer on iOS, I got to say. I mean, the problem I have with the Mac is that anytime you want to do anything that's more than super simple, you end up having to write a Python script or an Apple script or something, which to me just kind of defeats the purpose a little bit. I mean, you can do a lot more complex automations, I think, with shortcuts without knowing much about coding uh, whereas on the Mac, you really need to know what you're, you know, you really need to know what you're doing. You need to have some, some scripting abilities to do anything that's more than a little bit complex, but, but quick actions, I mean, just little stuff like, I don't know, when I put together a, the Club Mac Stories newsletter, my, I really need to have JPEGs because PNGs show up at, with black backgrounds and they can't be any wider than 1024 pixels. So I just have, you know, a simple process that that converts them to JPEGs and, and makes them no wider than 1024. And so it's just little things like that, but it surfaces it by having it in the Finder where I can have a folder full of everything I'm working on and just select them, hit the quick action, and they, and they take care of themselves. And, you know, other things like converting files from one type to another is another thing that quick actions are really good for. Um, so I've been doing some of that and nice. Yeah. I, uh, I haven't upgraded yet. Oh, you know, uh. <laughs> I've been pleasantly surprised. I was very nervous to do it because I did not get the warm and fuzzies from one of the audio editing vendors that whose product I use. And I just went for <laughs> it anyway, because I have an old 2015 MacBook pro in the house that I could use if things went really sideways and every, and that was the one thing I was worried about, and it's fine, and everything else has been fine too. Um, but while I was reviewing it and and using it for that purpose, I was running it on the Mini. And so what the Mini just sat at next to my MacBook Pro, and I would switch between the two, and it, that got really old fast because I didn't want to have two sets of keyboards and trackpads on my desk. So what I would do is when I switched over to the Mini, I had uh, lightning cables coming out of the back of it, and I just plug in my my wireless keyboard and trackpad from the MacBook Pro, and use those with the Mini. Uh, and then when I wanted needed to switch back to the MacBook Pro because I was still using doing that for audio stuff, I would have to then, you know, I would have to have a lightning cable coming off of that and plug in those things and reconnect them wirelessly, and it became just a huge hassle of switching back and forth, especially with the peripherals. But um, but now I've moved the the mini back to its proper place where it is hooked up to an a an antenna and running uh, running Plex and getting over the air television and recording it and been playing with some of the, some of those apps some more like channels. Have you ever tried channels? Yeah, I tried, tried definitely tried them a few years ago. I mean, I think it was probably quite a long time ago now. Um, but like. It, it tends it seems to depend on what service it is as to whether they actually work well or not yeah. um you know but, but you know it's I, at the moment i'm quite happy with all the services i've got without digging into plex as much as i know i want to yeah um, because i feel like i just have to dedicate like 
two or three days for me to like try out all this different stuff that I can do with it. Like I'm, I'm quite happy with what I do, which is just dump a lo- you know a load of files that I've got from some old TV shows, and I just kind of leave it at that. Right. It, it's fiddly. Plex is definitely fiddly, and the thing I like about channels is it's less so. It especially if you have it hooked up to one of these HD home runs, which I know are available in the US, and and I know I'm pretty I'm sure they're available in the UK, but and other parts of Europe too. But they. They do the transcoding, so they take the over-the-air signal and transcode everything, and then send it over your network to your to a computer, and then you can play it through the Channels app, um, or you can use the same hardware setup for Plex too. But but Channels will do stuff like it it can upgrade the firmware of your HD Home Run, it can scan for the channels, it can do all that stuff in the app, and it's a lot. The UI is just a lot easier to use as a result. The problem is, is that you just need to have a good antenna, and I'm not willing to actually pay to hundreds of dollars to have someone put a uh, an antenna on top of my house so I can get a really strong signal. Instead, I have like a a little indoor one propped up in a window, which works pretty well. But you know, you do get dropout of the of the digital signal, and it's and it looks terrible when that happens. So. I don't know if I'm going to keep doing it or not because an awful lot of these channels, these local channels, are available through Hulu now, which I have. So I'm not sure if I'm doing this just because it's fun to fiddle around with, <laughs> or whether I really need what I'm what I'm getting. Yeah, I mean, that feels like the same thing. Whenever I buy a Raspberry Pi, when a new one comes out, right? You know, and I. I I build a thing that's a standalone thing that I can plug it in anywhere. And it's like, I'm never going to use that. Like, I've got plenty of computers in the house. I don't need tiny computers doing one single thing. Right. And then now, you know, all of a sudden, just to get these handful of channels over the air from Chicago, it's like, well, I got to make sure my network is running super fast and I got to have this hardware. And then maybe, oh, it'd be even better <laughs> if I had an antenna. But then I got to hire somebody to put it up on the roof and then string the, the cables down into the basement and hook it into this thing. And then I got to make sure the mini's running right. And, you know, really the mini's not fast enough. I really should have a different computer dedicated to this. And before you know it, you know, for five channels, you've spent thousands of dollars. But yeah, and you, I can't, and are you watching all of it? Or are you just watching a little bit? That's bits? the thing is, I don't really watch much television either, which, which makes it even worse. I mean, the rest of my family can watch it, but, but I don't really even watch all that much. So I, I guess I'm probably convinced myself. That Hulu and Netflix and HBO, which I've already got, are more than enough for my watching uh, needs. But but I don't know. I'm going to keep playing with it for a while and see what happens. Uh, it is occasionally handy for something like when the Oscars are on. Even that stuff, though, has started to turn up most of the time on Hulu. So I'm not even sure. And, and one of the major networks here, CBS, I can't even get because of like a techno- technological thing here in Chicago. So... Uh, it's like I'm getting this collection of a couple, a few good, a few big networks and a whole bunch of crappy little cha- local channels that I would never watch anyway, uh, and and a lot of hassle on, on top of it. Um, but fans, you're just this like mad scientist in the <laughs> I, basement, just like running cables and bits of aerials in the yes. house. <laughs> yes, I have lots of junk, electronic junk, all over the the basement while i'm working down here and it's every now and then i just kind of wander through the house with tools and and little bits and bobs and trying to figure out what am i going to do and what am i going to hook up next because you know ultimately i can write about it all which is kind of nice um so so when you told your family you know 
few a while ago now you're like right you know i'm done with working in the city i want to work for myself from home like, oh great and now they're like oh what are what you are doing? you doing now what's this thing in finn's window <laughs> oh that's the area that's the antenna i need that to be up in the window like that so that we can we can get television now <laughs> um but i've got i think you're like this close to a sitcom yes uh. i can i can uh i can turn on my apple tv with with shortcuts now thanks to the harmony hub remote it's really amazing ifttt has webhooks and it works Stop. <laughs> and it works with the harmony remote so you just have to say you know turn on the uh, turn on the apple tv and it sends a request and and it works amazingly fast yeah i i've got that one set up so i can you know i can say ahoy telephone turn on the tv or something yeah. like that um the problem is if i get the wording wrong it thinks i'm talking about a home kit device that I don't have. No, you have to you really have to come up with good phrases that are hard to that are, that are unique, I guess. Uh, uh, you know, by the time I've said it like three times, you know, the first time it doesn't understand me, the second time I was like, oh, you don't have a home kit device called TV. But the third time <laughs> I could have just walked in the living room and turned the TV on. Yeah, no, I uh, know. <laughs> this is not the future I was promised. That's why you have to I've learned things like you have to say like watch TV, you know, or it lets or it's time to watch TV or something like that. Something where it's not because turn on and all those kind of phrases are all associated with HomeKit. Like I, I tried to set up a scene that would that was uh, dim lights or something like that, and that's obviously cl- collides very quickly with you know with phrases that are reserved for home kits so that doesn't work i've been learning i don't know it's fun i've been we did a uh an app story show about shortcuts the other uh last week and we're going to do another one so i i had to come up with something uh i i've ridden federico's coattails on a lot of this for a while so i had to come up with my own, a few of my own experiments nice yeah yeah cool well uh no i think that was uh Look, a lot of stuff there, a nice bit of gaming, yep. which is seems like a fairly sort of classic Ruminate episode. <laughs> yeah, something, something weird with Amazon Go, some games, <laughs> and you kind of just being mad person in your basement. Yes. Well, you know, I'm here by myself. I have nothing nothing to do but cause trouble, so that's what I do. Oh, God, John, have you been outside recently? No, actually. Well, <laughs> go I did go out and get tacos today, so... Um, yes, I did go. Oh, that's okay, then. <laughs> I got out for 20 minutes to get to get a few tacos. Perfect. Cool. Well, uh, yeah, show notes will be at roommatepodcast.com slash... I really shouldn't start that if I don't know what the episode yeah, number is. Yeah, you really shouldn't. I have no no clue. <laughs> I have to look. Uh, it'll be 73. Oh, how about that? There we go. Yeah, that'll be uh, 73. I assume you're still on Twitter. I am still on Twitter. You know, it's there John you Voorhees uh, on Twitter. And I... Yeah, we could get in a whole topic of Twitter, but I think we'll save that for another day. Yeah, I've got, I've got some thoughts that are percolating but i wasn't quite ready to go with them today so we'll do it uh next episode which will be in a couple of weeks sounds good